Welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family, love, and relationships. I'm your host for this podcast, Christopher Robbins, the co-founder of Familiar's Publishing, husband, father of nine, author, fly fisherman, backpacker, and aspirational musician based in the Central Valley of California. We hope to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. I'm happy to introduce today's guest, Dr. Ben Bernstein. Dr. Ben Bernstein, known more as Dr. B, is a veteran psychologist, educator, and keynote speaker specializing in top performance. He's the author of four books on how stress affects performance, Test Success, Crush Your Test Anxiety, A Teen's Guide to Success, and Stressed Out for Parents. Dr. B is a performance coach for Academy Award, Tony Award, and Pulitzer Prize winners. His client list includes CEOs, dentists, athletes, attorneys, physicians, business executives, opera singers, and actors. He lectures worldwide to audiences of business executives, professors, parents, and healthcare professionals at conventions and on-site at corporations, universities, colleges, and hospitals. An award-winning composer and a master coach at the San Francisco Opera, Dr. Bernstein is the founder and artistic director of the Singers Gym, a nonprofit training workshop for professional singers to have a more vitality, spontaneity, and connection in their work. And you can reach Dr. Bernstein at drb at drbyourbest.com. And his website is www.drbyourbest.com. Now let's welcome Dr. B to the Familiar's Helping Families Be Happy podcast. Well, thank you, Christopher. What a great introduction. And I think the only thing you missed is that three of those books were published by Familius. This is true. This is very true. And very I can, grateful. Go, I very can grateful. go on with your Vita because it, it, it's much it's longer than what I read. You are an astounding person who's accomplished far more than I ever will in my life. So it's great to have you on. Thank you so much. So today, uh, so October, which is coming, is is Mental Health Awareness Month. And you are a psychologist that has worked with mental health, anxiety, performance level issues for, I think, over 50 years. Can you just help us in a few minutes understand what, what can we do as an audience to have better mental health? Yeah, thank you. It's such a it's such a great question, such a rich question. And um, when you asked me to do this, I want I did think about how to say what my views on this are in a succinct way. Um, so let me just launch in here. Mental health is one part of our overall health. So I like to use, as you know, Christopher, this model of the three legged stool, right? body, mind, and spirit. And when we talk about mental health, we seem to be focusing only on the mind, but we really are also a body and a spirit. And when all three legs are equally strong, our mental health is equally strong. So our mental health also in part depends upon our physical health and our spiritual health. However you construe spirit, I, I view it as a our driving force, our motivating force. I'm also a deeply uh, a person of prayer, a man of religious practice. But um, you don't have to have a religion 
have a spirit. Everyone has a spirit. And so um, I want to just speak a little bit about the health of each of the three. We know about body health. We know about it, but we don't we don't necessarily take care of ourselves as well as we could. So I'm going to give a couple of suggestions here about um, not about your diet and sleep habits and all of those things, but about how you can really help your mind through your body. The most important way is to really get connected through your body to the world. So what do I mean by that? Very often I've seen in my practice people really often holding their breath like this. When you hold your breath, the message that your brain is getting is that you're dying. It's not very healthy for mental health. So you want to regularize your breath and just do this with me now if you're watching. Just breathe deeply down to your belly, not up to your chest. That's a fight or flight breath to your belly. Good. So that's the first kind of connection is through the breath. If you're feeling anxious or you get worried or you just, you know, you're feeling tense, almost 100% of the time, it actually means that you stopped your breathing or you've constricted your breathing. So you want to open your breath. There's a reason that all the sages and saints for thousands of years have been talking about the breath because it's our real vital connection for vitality. Also, if you think about it, the word breath is connected with inspiration, inspire the spirit also. Okay, so just breathe. Now also add to this grounding. So ground yourself right now. Grounding means just feeling the chair support you, feeling the floor support you. We really get out of touch. We have a phrase, he's not grounded or she's not grounded. And we mean really literally that you're not really right where you are. So grounding. And the third way of getting connected through our bodies <clears throat> in terms of helping us calm down, it's the calm state that will actually improve mental health. The third way is through the senses. So opening up your senses to the larger picture, the bigger picture. I could go on in this in detail, but for another time. But you know, when you're eating to actually savor the food, when you're walking out in nature to really smell the smells, to open, to see all the colors. So that's in that's in the um, the body. I want to talk about connection in the spirit. So before I go on, the subtext here is that mental health depends upon connection. Now, I have a somewhat radical view about a definition of mental health, which is that disturbances, mental disturbance, let me call it that way, is always, unless it's a genetic disturbance or a, um, a brain, uh, some kind of brain malform, uh, it's always a disturbance in love of some kind. We're meant as human beings to give to each other, to, to love, to give. When we pull away from that, we're often in a state of fear. People might say it's anger, love, opposite of love is anger, it's not, it's fear that we pull away. And when we pull away, we're actually cutting ourselves off from the connection that we actually all have and we all need from each other. So the spirit, connection in the spirit has two parts to it. One is how you connect with other people. So a very healthy thing to do for your mental health is to actually on a daily basis appreciate people. To say to somebody in your life, I appreciate you. What does appreciate mean? It means expressing gratitude and seeing value. So seeing value of someone in your life and then expressing gratitude to them. I make this a daily practice. The way I do it 
is we don't have a car, so I'm on my bike all the time. I have to take the bus and go here and there. And there's always somebody along the way every day who helps me a little bit. Usually it's a person who's driving the bus or, you know, some kind of public service um, worker. And I always get their name and I get their supervisor's email. And once a day, I make it a practice to make contact with that person's supervisor to appreciate them. Appreciation, we know from lots of research, has a lot to do with mental health. So that's one thing I would recommend. On a personal level, when you have your goals, when you when you have goals that are important to you and you pursue your goals, when you're focused, that's also, that's also a really important connection. Sometimes if you're feeling kind of aimless or you don't really have a goal or somebody else's goal, it's going to really throw you into some kind of disturbance. So I say to people, really look at your goals. What are your goals? And are you taking action to get you to your goals? So just to come back to sum up here before we go on, it's all about connection, positive connection. The more connected you are, your body, the more connected you are to others, to nature, the more you appreciate people, the more connection, the more health, mental health you will have. You will see, if you think about times in your own life when you may have been depressed or anxious, and I certainly had that in mind in the past, it was all about really being disconnected. And as soon as I got more connected in different ways, all of that stuff really did clear up. It took a while because we have habits of kind of disconnecting. We think about ourselves all the time. A doctor I know in India has a wonderful way of putting this. He says, do you live in an I world or a we world? Do you live in an I world or a we world? So if you think about it, most people, unfortunately, live in an I world. It's just me, 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 me. I heard a philosopher on the radio say once, we're built to be givers, not takers. So that's a we world. If we all really participated in the world as a we world, we gave to one another, what an amazing place this would be. So connection, love, giving, mental health. Okay. So for my own help, because I might have missed it, we talked about body. Yeah. About the spirit. Right. We say we say again to the the mind. Yeah, the mind. So you're right. I, you didn't miss anything. You're you've been tuned in. I didn't focus on the mind because I we focus so much on mindset, mindset, mindset. The connection in the mind has to do positive connection has to do with what you tell yourself about yourself. So if you are saying so, you're either giving yourself positive messages. I can do this. I can handle it. I know what to do. I'm, I'm able. Or you're giving yourself negative messages. No, I can't do it. I'm a loser. No way I'm going to fail. Think of it as two sets of bleachers, right? You got, come on, dude, you can do it. You got what it takes. And on the other side, you're going to lose. Okay. Because of culture, mostly, we're actually pretty much glued to that negative side. If you think of all advertising on TV or on the on the web, most of it is really geared toward negativity. You don't have the right car. You don't use the right shampoo. You know, your dog needs a different dog food. I mean, it's like all negative. So we don't get really trained into the positive side of ourselves, which is there for everybody. So it, connection in the mind has to do with looking at your, your, your negative statements and questioning them. Because you really wouldn't even be here today if it was purely negative. 
there has to be a positive side. There always is a positive side. We were not created. You didn't come out of the womb thinking I'm a loser. Okay. So that that's a that's a, a set of mental habits that are built up by our culture, by education, by family stuff, all kinds of things. Nothing bad or wrong about it. It's just not productive. It's not helpful. So yeah, looking at your thoughts about yourself is really super important. The reason I didn't include it originally is because, as I said, I think too much too much time is spent on mindset, 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 as if it's floating somewhere. It's not. It's totally connected to your spirit and to your body. Okay, this has been helpful. Let me see if I can repeat and summarize what, you, what you've taught us today, and you okay. correct me when I go wrong. Well, you know, my one of my specialties is test anxiety. So go ahead. Here we go. Well, first, because you are testing me, I'm going to take a, a big <laughs> breath from my stomach. There you go. Yeah. Feel myself. Well, you kind of did it, you, you, but your shoulders went all the way up. No, you don't need to do that. Just drop down. Let okay. the floor support you. Good. Great. Let the, everybody does this. Let the floor support you. Let the let let yourself really feel supported. Okay. Yeah. And I feel grounded. I feel supported. I feel anchored. Yeah. Okay. It's about connection. Yeah. And uh, we can get disconnected. And you use the three-legged stool as a metaphor for this. Yeah. Each leg of the stool, which creates a strong foundation, mm. stands for our body, our mind, and our spirit. Yeah. And we're focusing a little bit too much on the mindset. So you wanted to stress the body and the spirit. I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize. And what I liked about when you talked about the body is this idea of, and I would say perhaps it's being more mindful, slowing down. Like in, in eating, we should enjoy, we, we have all these senses and food is such a, such an important part of our, our life. We, we live to eat. We work to eat. We have yeah. to. And, and when we can, savor that that's that's an, an example of of being in the moment yeah and then you talked about the spirit and you focus on love and so that when we really it's fear we can pull away and the more we can give of ourselves and open ourselves to to love be givers not takers that does two things being in, focusing on our, our our body and our and, and loving through our spirit that that will really help us in terms of our mind but yet we still should be more positive in how we communicate to ourselves we should not say that i'm a slacker we we came out of the womb as, as winners and and yeah. the universe or god set us up to succeed yeah. and therefore we we will we just need to be more positive to ourselves. Is that a good summary? All of that's, yeah, all of that's great. I, I, I'd just like to expand on the God set us up. God set us up to serve, actually, I think. I think we're all here to serve one another. And so as you grow and as you find your way of serving, you know, I had the, I just so people know, I had the great experience of staying over in the Robbins household with eight of the nine children. And those kids just are brought up learning how to serve. You know, I mean, after a meal, everybody has their chores. They're all singing a different song from different nine different musicals. And it's like amazing. So 
we're all here to serve. Now, I do want to say one thing because I imagine some people are listening and going, yeah, Dr. B, you know, it sounds a little too simple. It is simple. There's also a complexity, which is that we do have depression. We do have anxiety. We do have different kinds of mental conditions that, that are diagnosable. However, I have in my own practice, but also in my own life and in my own family, dealt with so many of these. And even in the most difficult circumstances, love does win out over overall. So, you know, how what form that takes, whether you have to get the right kind of help, the right kind of treatment, it really is, it just comes down to how the person is felt, how they're loved, how they're received, how they're part of something greater. That is a, an important and wonderful reminder of what we, we can do individually to help the world be a little bit better. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking a few minutes today to help us with uh, for our own mental health and what we can do and focus on. It's always fun and enlightening to speak with you. As we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familias for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review. And when you're ready for that next amazing book adventure, we'd be honored if you'd choose a book from Familias. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. Mm -hmm.